welcome to the Well and Wealthy podcast with your host, Alicia McPherson. Welcome to the weight loss series where today we are discussing hormones. So picture this, let me know if this this resonates with you. You have been going on the latest diet, you know, for the last decade, probably you've been doing the exercise classes, trying to work out and you're just not noticing a shift in anything. You're not noticing a shift in the scale. You're not noticing a shift in how your clothes feel. It's basically like you're doing nothing. And it can feel so frustrating because It seems like all the efforts that you're putting in, nothing is working. And then you go to the doctor and you're telling the doctor, hey, I am exhausted all the time. I cannot get myself to lose this weight. I'm just packing on pounds every single week. Nothing is working. It's like every time I eat, I just feel like I'm gaining weight with it. I am moody. I am irritable. Sometimes I'm anxious. What is going on? And then the doctor looks at you and says, have you tried eating less? <laughs> or maybe you should try a CrossFit class, right? I, I, I've been through this. I've had so many clients tell me the same thing. And it's so, it's frustrating. And you're like, yes, I have. And they almost look at you with this belief that there's no way, there's no way you haven't been able to lose this weight. You you must be eating too much, right? You must not be moving enough. So it's really frustrating to, to hear this and it can just make you feel like you're broken and make you feel like nothing is ever going to work. And I don't want to, I I really want to stress the fact that with weight loss, it's really silly to say that caloric deficit doesn't matter. Of course it does. Being in a caloric deficit definitely matters when you're trying to lose weight. And it matters when, let's say your metabolism wasn't in the gutter, right? Let's say you had a really healthy, efficient metabolism where you were taking all the calories you were eating and converting it into energy. Let's say you had decent hormone levels, right? Let's say that you weren't stressed to the max or had some sort of adrenal or nervous system dysregulation, then sure, caloric deficit definitely matters, right? It's why our husbands or men in our life can lose weight so easily. But what this theory alone doesn't take into effect or doesn't take into consideration is that our hormones influence how our body uses and absorbs calories. Okay, you can be in the biggest caloric deficit in the world, but if your hormones are not properly functioning, then it's not going to take those calories and properly use them for fuel. So you can have two people eating the same caloric intake, right? You have two women on the exact same caloric intake. One has a good thyroid gland. Maybe she's in a 10% caloric deficit. Her metabolism is good. Her her thyroid is good. Her hormones are well balanced. Her stress response is in check and she's able to lose weight. Now, let's say you have another woman who is on the exact same caloric deficit, but she has a history of years of under eating. Her metabolism is a little bit into that starvation mode. Her nervous system is so strung out, right? She's, She's anxious all the time. She's got a high wiry energy to her. Her thyroid is not properly, um, optimized, right? This person eating the exact same calories as number one, but she's not losing any weight. She's actually gaining weight. So in this conversation, I really want to stress that 
hormones influence how the body absorbs and uses calories. Okay, so hormones really do matter. It is not just about caloric intake, right? Because if you have a caloric deficit and your hormones are not properly functioning, the body's not able to absorb and use the calories, or it might be absorbing and using too many calories. So let me give you a few examples of how hormones really impact our caloric intake. So we've got our thyroid hormones, particularly T3, T4, and they are playing a critical role in regulating our body's metabolism. They're controlling the rate at which calories are burned for energy. So when we have low thyroid levels, metabolic rate decreases, results, resulting in fewer calories being burned. This can obviously lead to weight gain or a difficulty losing weight. Okay. Then we have insulin. This is helping regulate blood sugar levels and plays a significant role in how the body processes and stores calories. So when we eat carbohydrates, sometimes protein, it's broken down into glucose. That triggers the release of insulin. Now, insulin's main job is to help transport glucose from the bloodstream into cells so that they can be used for energy or stored as fat or glycogen. So when we have insulin resistance, which is an issue where the cells become less responsive to insulin, this leads to impaired glucose uptake by cells, and then we get increased fat storage, again, making it so hard to lose weight, and we tend to just pile on the fat. Then we've got cortisol. So cortisol is our stress hormone and influences how we use calories. So when we have um, a chronic stressful situations or experiences happening in our life, our cortisol levels rise, and this leads to an increase in blood sugar levels and the release of stored glucose for immediate energy, right? When we're in the stressful situation, fight flight response kind of happens. So we need that energy to get out of the situation. However, if we have chronically elevated stress levels, right, we're constantly in that elevated cortisol state, this leads to insulin resistance, again, promoting fat storage, particularly in the belly. I call it cortisol belly or that stress weight. And then this also impacts metabolism, particularly the thyroid hormone. Okay, then we've got growth hormone. So this is essential for the growth, repair, and our metabolism. And it actually stimulates the breakdown of stored fat. We want to have a healthy level of growth hormone. It promotes protein synthesis, and it helps maintain that lean muscle mass on our body, making us feel fit and really lean. So if we don't have enough growth hormone, insufficient production of growth hormone, this leads to a reduced muscle mass, lower metabolic rate, and increased fat accumulation. Okay. And then one more I want to talk about, and that's our sex hormones. So estrogen and testosterone directly influence how we use calories and our body composition. So if we have a lot of estrogen, this tends to promote fat storage in certain areas of the body. So estrogen is often related to the hips, the thighs, and then testosterone promotes lean muscle mass. So if we have a certain hormonal imbalances, like low levels of estrogen in menopause, um, this can affect body composition and our metabolism. So I just wanted to give you a few examples of how hormones impact our body's absorption and utilization of calories. Just saying caloric intake alone is going to help you lose weight. It, it's 
it's not painting the whole picture. And it does such a disservice to women who have been in caloric deficits and their body composition doesn't change, right? They're frustrated. The scale isn't moving. Why are they not moving? It's your hormones, <laughs> blame the hormones. Okay. So hormones matter a lot. Now, in regards to weight loss and hormones, I totally get that it can be very confusing. And a lot of people just throw out the word hormone. So I wanted to take this episode and just explain what that really means. So when I talk about hormones, there are two things that I want to do. The first is I want to activate the fat burning hormones. So typically what is going on in the body is those fat burning hormones are they're either on vacation, they're not being properly trained, or there's not enough of them. Okay. So what we want to do is get more of those fat burning hormones in our body. We want to send them to training camp so that they are fit and they are well rested and they are working. They don't need a vacation. They are like on guard. That's what we want to do. Then what we want to do is calm and regulate the fat storing hormones. Now, typically the women that I'm working with, their fat storing hormones are raging. They're in charge. They're running the show. They're, they're, they're causing complete chaos in the body. So we want to calm and regulate them while we're also producing more and stronger fat burning hormones. Okay. So when we have hormonal issues, it's not just the weight gain that tends to be the problem. We're also exhausted. We wake up in the morning exhausted. The whole day is fueled with exhaustion. We go to bed exhausted. We also tend to be quite brain fogged, right? Difficulty remembering things, difficulty with focus, motivation. Often, sometimes not all the time, but often there's some sort of cycle problems, whether it's painful periods, PMS issues, breast tenderness. We tend to be quite moody, so emotional roller coaster. And then we have very limited control over our stress response. Okay. So again, when when I'm talking about weight loss in our proprietary weight release protocol, my main goal is to activate fat burning, calm and regulating the fat storing. So let's dive into some of these key players and what that really means. So the first one is insulin. So we want to calm and regulate insulin. And I like to paint pictures of these hormones because we can really get a, get a um, chance to see what they, they look like and attach kind of a personality to them. So when I think of insulin, I think of her as that kind of nerdy girl at school. She is the teacher's pet, meticulous, very proper. So think of her hair tied back, glasses on, always dressed immaculate, but perfectionist right? She's the one in the class that's raising her hand so quickly when the teacher asks a question. Straight A student, she's often the class monitor, the teacher's pet. She is a rule follower. She is at the library studying. You know, she, she is really hard on herself, has very high expectations. Perfectionist. She makes sure everything is balanced. She's also that know-it-all, right? That know-it-all, very nerdy kind of energy. Now, when insulin becomes unbalanced, she really turns into an extreme perfectionist, very moody, very irritable, snapping at her clients. People cannot predict what she will do next. Very hyper-competitive, tries to steal everything, right? Wants to be the best, holds it all for herself, like that on your body. Okay. So when we're struggling to lose weight, we often have insulin in that state where 
She is moody. She is irritable. No one can predict what she's going to do next. She's storing the fat on her body. It's scared to let it go, right? She, she's in that very competitive state. So she wants to store all the fat because she doesn't know what's going to happen next. Okay, that's insulin. We also have cortisol. And so when she's in check, when she is well-balanced, she resembles the girl in school that everyone loves, right? She's the captain of the cheerleading team. She plays on all the competitive sports. She's beautiful. She's kind. She's always volunteering for things. You think, how can this one person do so much? Very warm, sunny personality. People want to be around her. She's dressed in color and style, very inclusive. She's a trendsetter. She is confident. She commands attention. Right. But when she is out of balance, she is on edge, anxious, exhausted, can't keep up with the demands of her life. She starts isolating, pushing people away. Her emotions are very intensified, unpredictable. She gets mentally drained, like run down, can't handle criticism, can't handle feedback. Okay. Now we have estrogen. One of the other top three, I would say, are the hormone or the, the fat storing hormones. So estrogen, I consider her to be like the most popular girl in school. Maybe not the most friendly, but everyone idolizes her. They put her on a pedestal. She is elegant, super feminine in her body, in her clothes, not really playing sports, but she's got the guy, the eye of every guy at school. Okay. So very popular in like flowing dresses, dresses, very sensual energy, very feminine. Everyone idolizes her. Now, when she's not in balance, think mean girl. Gossiping, making fun of people, getting people to trash talk other people, playing with boys' heads, very mean, very bully-like. That's like estrogen in your body. She causes absolute chaos, pain, destruction. She pulls in insulin and cortisol to create more mean girl effects. Not a fun energy to be around. So those are the three main ones. We also have um, a neuropeptide, Y, and um, other peptides that actually can lead to hormone storing, fat storing hormones as well. But those are the main three that I focus on first. Now we also have our two hunger hormones. So these are hormones that um, stimulate appetite, but they can also influence fat storage. So you've got one hormone, which is your hunger hormone. And then you've got another hormone, which is essentially your full hormone. So our hunger hormone increases our food intake and promotes fat. When it's out of balance, it promotes fat, particularly around the abdomen. You also have leptin, and that's a hormone actually released by our fat cells that regulates appetite. And it's that, that signal to the brain when we're full. So sometimes we can get cases of leptin resistance and the body doesn't respond well to leptin signal, which leads to increased hunger and then more fat storage. Okay. So those are the hormones that we want to calm and regulate so that we're able to get the body into fat burning. Because when these ones, the two hunger hormones, estrogen, cortisol, insulin, when they are out of control, you can see how much damage gets done in the body. Okay, now we have our fat activating hormones. And there are several hormones that actually can promote fat burning and metabolism. And if the fat storing hormones are in check, then our next job is to make sure that there's enough of the fat burning hormones and that they are well-trained. They are strong, 
they're, they are fighters. So I kind of think of these as the super women of your body, the army of your body. What tends to happen is this army is on vacation or there's not enough. Okay. So they're like, think middle-aged man, belly sitting on the couch with a beer. <laughs> That's what they have turned into. So we just want to send them to fitness camp right? We want to get them strong. We want to train them. We want them to become the wonder women's of our body. And we also want to do whatever is possible to re reduce more. We want lots of these in the body. So we've got growth hormone. And so growth hormone stimulates the breakdown of stored fat so that we can have more energy. So more growth hormone in the body, we've got more breakdown of fat and more energy. So I, I always say that with weight loss, or hormone healing, hormone recovery, the first sign that I see is more energy. And this is to me like, yes, we're on the right track. We'll have women coming into the protocol exhausted. And within 10 days, their energy has gone from a two to a seven out of 10. It's incredible. That's the first sign to me that things are working because I know we are doing the things to get that fat burning hormones activated. They're burning the stored fat and then you're getting immediate energy from it. Now, growth hormone is also going to promote lean muscle mass in your body. When we have a lot of lean muscle mass, you're going to have more mitochondria. And this is the powerhouse of your metabolism. So more mitochondria, healthier metabolism, more Wonder Woman's in your body, more fat burning capabilities. And so when we can do this, we actually make fat burning kind of subconscious. You don't actually have to think about it anymore. Your body's just in a fat burning state always instead of what we tend to find ourselves in is that fat storing state where you're just subconsciously storing. You don't know what you're doing differently. You can't figure it out because your body's essentially programmed for fat storing. If the hormones estrogen, the hormone cortisol, insulin, the hunger hormones are dysregulated, your body is programmed for fat storing. Okay. You're not thinking about it. You're not doing anything different. It's just the program is set for fat storing. So what we want to do is get that program restructured so that your body is just naturally in the fat burning mode. And we do this by activating growth hormone. Growth hormone can be affected by so many things, some of them fasting, certain exercise, making sure you're sleeping enough. Okay, so that's one of the army, the Wonder Woman army that's going to get us programmed for fat burning. Then we've got our thyroid hormones crucial role in regulating metabolism. They're going to actually stimulate the breakdown of fat and again, use it for energy. So if we have low levels of T3, T4, it's going to make it very difficult to burn fat. Your body's just going to want to store everything. We have adrenaline. This is a hormone released by the adrenal glands in response to stress. It's again, going to help break down stored fat and increase metabolic rate. So we just want to make sure that there's healthy levels of this. Um, we can get this during certain levels of physical activity. Then we have glucagon. So this is released by the pancreas in response to low blood sugar levels. So it's actually the, the twin of insulin. If insulin's the fat storing, glucagon is the fat burning. It's going to stimulate the breakdown of glycogen in the liver, releasing glucose for energy. It's going to promote. Uh, promote fat breakdown and utilizing the fat as an energy source. So you can see all of these hormones are actually taking the fat, breaking it down, using it for energy, okay, so that you have more energy. Whereas the fat storing hormones, they are taking fat and holding onto it. So now you're exhausted and you're gaining weight. Not fun. 
Now, the other hormone that can help us lose weight is testosterone. We want to be careful of this in women because it can have the opposite effect in women. If there's too much, we've got PCOS symptoms, but we do want to make sure that there's a good amount of, of testosterone in the body because um, it can help with muscle mass and increasing metabolic rate and fat burning, but we don't want too much. So it's kind of a good balance with testosterone. So these are the key players. And again, I want to stress that if you are in this phase where your body is just naturally storing fat, it's most likely because it's programmed to have insulin, cortisol, estrogen, and the hunger hormones running rampant, where these fat activating hormones are on vacation. They are in Costa Rica sipping on margaritas. They haven't had to train for years. And so what we want to do is just saying, hey, team, Wonder Woman's, we need to get fit again. So let's start pumping iron. <laughs> let's start training our bodies so that we can start burning fat again. So how do we do this? Right? What are we actually doing when I say hormone balance or hormone optimizing or calming, regulating the fat storing and activating the fat burning? What are we actually doing? So a few things. Nutrition is one of the first ones. Right? What we're eating, the quality of our foods influence what our hormones do. Okay, so calories here, it doesn't matter if you're eating 100 calories of an apple or 100 calories of an avocado, the body responds so differently to these two foods. Calories are not the whole picture. Not even macros is the whole picture. Macros is important too, but even the nutrients in that apple is going to be very different from the nutrients in that avocado. Also, if the apple is paired with something like um, almond butter or protein, the body's going to respond very differently than just eating the apple alone. So what we eat influence the way that our hormones respond. It's like the, the, the food has its own language. And when it comes into the body, it's going to say a certain thing. It might say like, Hey, I'm here to activate the fat burning hormones. And then the hormones are like, yeah, let's go. Or it might say, Hey, I'm here to store some fat because that's what I feel like doing today. And so then the hormones are going to respond to that language, the information that it's giving. So think of a food containing all this information and every food is different. And also pairings of food is different. Like I mentioned, having apples with a protein, the, the information is going to be very different than just having apple alone. So nutrition matters, the amount, the timing of your food, the quality and the pairing. So the pairing of different foods. Now, the other thing that we keep in mind is the movement you're doing, right? What is your lifestyle like? Are you sitting all day? Are you standing? What do you do both movement, structured movement, and then non-structured movement? Meaning like, what's your day like? Not exercise that you're doing, but like your day where you're working. Are you sitting most of the time? Are you standing? Like, what do you do throughout the day? What is your mobility like throughout the day? But also, what are you doing for structured exercise? Because sometimes the structured exercise can cause more fat storing. Okay. If you're doing certain exercises and let's say you're really burnt out, but then you're going and doing HIIT training every day, it's making you feel worse, but you're scared. You're going to balloon. If you stop, this was me, then, you know, that's going to activate more cortisol and cause more fat storing in your body. So we're looking at the movement that you're doing and making sure that it's putting you in that fat burning state and not activating the fat storing state. We're also looking at different lifestyles like your sleep habits, um, sleep hygiene, daily routines, your light hygiene, like when are you exposed to natural sunlight? When are you exposed to artificial light? This will impact your hormones greatly. Daily routines, morning, evening routines, 
right? This all matters. This all affects your hormones. We're looking at nervous system and your stress regulation. How do you handle stress? What, what state is your nervous system in? Are you wired for um, that overstimulated state or are you calm and regulated? Because this will directly affect how your body's responding. And then we're also looking at detox patterns. How is your liver doing? Because if your liver is congested and you won't, don't even, sometimes you don't even notice your liver is congested, but there's certain signs, symptoms, PMS, um, bloating, um, skin issues will indicate a liver issue. We want to make sure that the liver is supported because if not, it's going to recirculate all of the toxins and cause issues. I actually did the weight. I think it was the first weight loss series episode I did is all about the detox pathways. So take a look at that. And then we're also making sure your gut has a lot of diversity, a lot of different microbiomes in there, <laughs> a lot of different um, little bugs in there, I'm going to say, so that you have a healthy microbiome because we want to make sure in the gut does so much in hormone production, absorption of nutrients. So we want to make sure the gut is healthy and very diverse so that we can adequately flush out toxins and we've got good hormone production because you know how I said with hormones, we want to make sure that they're healthy and fit and strong, the fat burning hormones, but we also want to make sure that there's enough of them. So in the gut, that's where a lot of that is going to happen. So that is an overview of hormones. And I just wanted to, to, to take this, this episode to really explain, you know, what is going on and why calories are not the only answer to this journey, especially if you're feeling like you're doing all the diets, right? You're in the caloric deficiency, you're doing the workouts and the weight is stuck. Or a lot of times it just feels so hard, right? If it feels so hard to lose one pound, you're probably programmed for fat storm. Okay. You're programmed for fat storing. Now, what I like to say to my clients all the time is I want weight loss for you to be as natural as breathing, where you're not thinking about taking the next breath. Your body just naturally knows to breathe. That's what happens when we get the fat storing hormones calm and regulated. Okay. We don't want to shut them off because like I mentioned in those stories, insulin is so great to have. Right? Cortisol is amazing to have. Estrogen is amazing to have. We just don't, we want to make sure that they're not in overdrive. So we want to calm and regulate them. And then what we want to do is make sure that the fat burning hormones are healthy, they're fit, they're strong, and there's enough of them. And we create a balance here. And when that happens, weight loss becomes as natural as breathing. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to stress about it. It just happens. Okay. So that's what I want for you. So I wanted to take this episode just to, to talk about this and help you understand what is going on here and understand the importance of, of hormones and how caloric deficiency, yes, it is useful, but it can't be the, the whole picture. It can't be. And that's why we're continuing to struggle. So thank you for being here. I hope that this was wildly useful and I will see you in the next episode.